Oh, cool. Well, I'm glad this helicopter's flying over now instead of mid-recording. Yeah, dude. Can you guys hear it? Nope. Nah, I can't hear it. Oh, interesting, because my mic definitely picked that up. <laughs> my AirPods didn't, so uh, AirPods Yo, are totally superior than uh, Blue Yeti. Confirmed? My AirPods suck. I think I have an electrical like interference problem with are my you body. actually are you actually static shock i might be this is the front end tech episode number 16 i'm jonathan suarez i'm here with jesse york hello and steven morris yo and another week went by yeah how was your week um i was sick i was sick during our last podcast i didn't even say this in our pre-show i was sick during the last podcast i wow really i reluctantly ate food from the gas station and paid for eating food from Wait, a gas what station you, what did you eat hummus what was it gas station hummus you had, you are you serious station hummus. why dude i'm not going why, down though? this road on why i thought hummus would be a good idea from this particular Man. gas station but i Please, was led no, to no. believe by whom by the way that the people at the counter were talking i'm like listen <laughs> Of all wow. these shady things to get in their fresh section, hummus is probably a safe bet. It's hard to mess up. I, I guess so, because it's just chickpeas, but still. Yeah. Like, was it a special flavored hummus? No, nah, it was just hummus. I just I hadn't eaten that day, and I'm like, I am starving. I was about to sit in the car pickup line. Why don't you just go for the line. Snickers bar, dude? Because at least that's processed in a factory somewhere and mass produced. Or just get uh, donuts I'm, like a normal person. I'm weird about chocolate. And donuts. I don't like then sweet get a, things. Then get a payday or whatever those are. Yeah. Those see, peanut I don't, bars. I don't like sweet things at all. Plus, my daughter's allergic to peanuts, so. Oh, true. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah, like it's if not. I don't eat it and it's just laying around, like she's like, what's this? And I'm like, oh, it's something you shouldn't have touched. I guess we're going <laughs> straight in the house. Grab the EpiPen. Where's your EpiPen? <laughs> yeah. Uh, real quick, we let's not let's not get into it too in depth last week. But what you guys think of episode two of Mandalorian? Dude, I liked it, and I had it was filler, but I still enjoyed it. I'm cool with half of it. I had some problems with it, but overall, I still liked it. But I did cancel my Disney account, just so you guys know. You canceled it? I did. I did. I canceled it. Yes, Jared. Uh, do you want to get into this now, or you want to save that for when we talk about Disney Plus? We we can do it now because I might forget. Okay, go ahead. All right, go ahead. Um, so what I realized, and I was basically all weekend, you know, after the uh, episode went up and I watched the the new one, I started scrolling through everything. And I was like, there's there's nothing really here that I want. And then I went to Netflix and I was like, everything that Ariel is going to watch is all here. Everything that she's going to want to watch is on Netflix or Hulu. Uh, but like, there's nothing really on, on uh, Disney that either one of us would watch. And I mean, yeah, there's The Mandalorian, but eh. I mean, it's wow. it's not. I'm not gonna pay like seven dollars a month for one show that I'm eventually probably just gonna cancel. Plus, like, there's a bunch of stuff on there that like you can't even watch right now, but they have it there that it makes it look like you can yeah. watch it. Yeah. But then when you click on it, you can't. That's, that's pretty, garbage. That's pretty garbage too. Yeah. That's yeah, and then shitty. we hear about all the all the accounts that are getting hacked because apparently Disney's security is complete ass. So like thousands of people had their accounts hacked and I'm like, that is not a good look when you have just started a streaming service. Yeah. 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 Those scams. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and pass for right now and uh, I might come back eventually, but meh, there's really no point for me right now. I don't really care enough to get it. And I mean, I'm not going to have Ariel till 
the second, like right after Christmas. So that's when she'll be here next. So by that time, I mean, maybe, but probably not. Man, my wife would kill me if I canceled it. So (laughs) there's that. Yeah, but you also have your daughter a lot more frequently than I have mine. Oh, she couldn't care less about Disney. Oh, okay. Well, never mind then. Who cares? <laughs> she likes Star Wars. She's into that. Oh, yeah, but the the Mandalorian. Yeah. Um I thought it was good. Um I didn't the the one thing that stands out to me and, and again, like we can cut all of this if we want to. Um but I think the the one thing that really really bothered me about this episode was the slow-mo shaking the camera effect when he falls on his back. And I was like, what? what is the point of this? I don't understand. Like, yeah. if they were going to do, like, a flashback, but they didn't, and and if he was going to, like, pass out, but he didn't, I, I didn't understand. But other than that, yeah, that was, it was all right. It was odd. It was an odd choice. Yeah. That was kind of my point. It's just it's the one thing that stands out to me. I'm not sure what journey they were trying to take us on. It felt longer. It was a shorter episode, but it felt longer to me just because it was absolute filler material. Yeah, do they know what they're doing with the length of the episode? So the first episode was like 38 or 39 minutes, and then the second one was like, what, 32 or 34 minutes? Yeah. I see that a lot, though, in like those in the streaming TV shows. It's very weird. Yeah, the one show I watched, it was like one... Sh- one was like an hour and 20 minutes and then the next show was like the next episode was like 42 minutes and then the next one was like 60 minutes and then the next one was like 30 minutes yeah that's weird it's somewhere in a range that's all i care about yeah Yeah. what did you think john do you like it was it good oh episode two Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i thought it was pretty nothing really happened important in it right they're just trying to establish baby yoda stuff yeah so it was kind of filler um, but it's like eight, what, it's going to be eight episodes, right? They said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, they need to get a move on. Yeah, I know. That's, I mean, like, once I, once I realized it's eight episodes, I'm like, hmm, I wonder what actually is going to happen. <laughs> How do you have filler episodes this early? Yeah, also, like, I really wanted him to not use that ship anymore. Because I hate the, the design of that ship. I do too. So I wanted, I was actually kind of glad when the Jawas, like, ripped it apart i was like oh cool he'll just get a new ship now yeah (laughs) something better he just we got to watch a 80s style montage of him fixing a ship with nick nolte dude oh yeah i thought about that too cracked uh (laughs) there's two things that i pointed out to my wife because i make her watch these things i said uh man that'd be really funny if they did a montage here and they literally (laughs) did a montage (laughs) that was insane um also when we were watching it i said hey did the Jawas kind of remind you of exactly the same voice as the minions in Illumination, like their property? Oh, the uh, the minions from Despicable Me? Yeah. yeah. The little yellow dudes? I guess so. The Dude, watch it again. They looked a lot less, they looked a lot lower budget than normal for some reason. I don't know if it was because it was brighter or because the resolution's higher. Right. But they just, I don't know, man. The speech was weird. Like the yeah. how they were talking or whatever. I'm like, you're you're reusing a lot of the same syllables there, little Jawas. I feel like we're not gonna see him unmask. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think it's I don't think it's gonna happen. I think he's just gonna stay in his mask the whole time. That would be so good. That'd be a way you could get and a second they pull, season. They out. pull a Metroid, and it's a woman underneath. It's a chick at the end. Yeah, dude, I'm down. Dude, so I love Metroid. <laughs> so good. so down. But either way, I'm down. I like it. I did like the fact that, like, when he got to the very top of the ship, there was, like, 20 of them just, like, standing there. 
and he just got yeah. blasted. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. It's, man, it's a bold choice having your main character who was supposed to be this lone ranger type guy getting punked in the second episode. He got punked, and then he was, like, begging Nick Nolte to be his partner. Basically, yeah. It's like, you want money? Take my money. Dude, yeah. just He's take like, my dude, money. I'll pay you. I'll pay you, bro. Look, yeah. I'm really just, lonely. You know, I just don't want to be alone. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know. I think there was another thing. Like, he, uh, he has a disintegration gun. Which I think is fantastic. It's amazing. Yeah. Because, like, if you go back to, what was it, episode five? I think if so. wanted to be. Empire? When he, uh, yeah. When, like, Vader's walking around and he points at Boba Fett and he's like, no disintegrations. Oh, true. Yeah. How about yeah. that? Yeah. So now we have a disintegration gun. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Heck yeah. I, I, I see you, everybody in the comments that <laughs> was talking about the fact the clothes were intact. Yeah. But the body wasn't. Listen, it's Star Wars. No big deal. Yeah, he was, he was riding on a tadpole last episode. But yeah, no, I thought it was good. What, what did we have in the show notes for Disney? Well, uh, the numbers. Yeah, the numbers for Disney. Yeah. The scam. Which ones? The scam numbers or the hack numbers? <laughs> which ones? Which one do you yeah. want to talk about first? I'll leave it up to you guys. <laughs> I don't know. It's we doing can... well, right? I don't know what the actual numbers are. I heard it's doing as, well. As as expected, really. Okay, so Disney has they they got. It's something like over 10 million subscribers. and uh, okay. But let's put this in perspective. If we look at the the gap, Netflix has over 150 million worldwide. Yeah. And 10 million is only wow. in America. It's, uh, it's not even going to launch in the UK until May. So well yeah, after crazy. The Mandalorian's already over. So like all those people over there have to like avoid all these spoilers and shit until May. It's impossible. Or they'll, you know acquire it by other by other means vpns let's go express vpn not a sponsor that's definitely not what i'm gonna do <laughs> but yeah, yeah. <laughs> eh. i don't know yeah. i think i think it's still too early and i'm i still have my doubts about disney especially with yeah as you were saying like how many people got hacked like the first yeah. week like launch week and you have thousands of accounts getting hacked it's like yeah it's a bad look it's a pretty bad look. It's a tough one, man. I mean, I mean, imagine. Like... No, no, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh. Oh, I was gonna yeah. say, um, like, imagine if Apple came out with their next new phone, or like they were gonna give you more iCloud room, or yeah, even Google, and they were like, hey, here you go, here's a Dropbox, and you now have 50 gigs, go crazy, and then within that week, they had thousands of Dropboxes or iCloud accounts, completely hacked. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, no. I mean, you see it. Whatchamacallit, there was Tar there was the big scam at Target and then there was the PlayStation one. Mm-hmm. And those companies like I know we're not a stock podcast, but they got oh God. they got shit on. They got Jesse. shit on after those. I can hear Jesse's boner from here. Dude, it was a tank. I mean <laughs> yeah. it, it affected it affected even what we're dealing with today. Yeah, right. The whole Sony hack, I mean, that's something that it literally made the company do a 180 as far as the attention they paid to yeah. certain properties. Oh, yeah. I mean, and like, if we're going to piggy off of that, Sony just decided that they're just going to start copywriting videos because why not? Oh, yeah. Copywriting videos of, you know, about properties they don't even own. Yeah. Which is interesting. So originally, um, so the Jez is one of like, I think all of our, one of our favorite YouTubers that does uh, Destiny videos. Most of like Almost all of them are all like comedic and, and they're funny and stuff. Originally, he came out with this. The number was originally as of Thursday last week, I think. It was either it was either Wednesday or Thursday. He had 20 videos that were claimed by Sony 
over copyright. As of today, he has 57 videos that are copyrighted claim by Sony ATV. Wow. And uh, keep in mind that once a copyright has been put up, all the money that he is making from these videos cuts off and he makes nothing from any views on any of these videos. Not a single one. And that's how he pays his rent and feeds his, feeds his family. Mm-hmm. Like this is his full-time job. And the thing is there's not – like that's kind of like the the crappy thing about being a content creator for YouTube is like there's no regulation. You don't have like – you know, you can't make a union on this. Like you can't form a union. You can't – you have no benefits. Like you have no security. Yeah, I mean, Like literally like one of the biggest issues with YouTube is like is people can get attacked by – other people uh plainly by you know just false flagging their material and that's like a huge like that's a that's a huge uh issue i think oh dude it's so bad and like jez is like one of a quite many people that have this problem with copywriting so how copywriting on youtube works uh is basically you get if you get copyrighted the the moment that happens uh those those videos are demonetized for you but for whomever is copywriting them they start making the money for it and then you can appeal it but if the appeal gets rejected you get a flag on your account if you get 3 flags your account is deleted like period and you lose all you lose all your followers all your subscribers or whatever mhm damn you and that's why most content creators don't even appeal because the the fear of getting flagged is legitimate. It's so real. Yeah. But the problem right now is we have so many like big business and companies and stuff like that just flagging videos left and right, even if they don't own the actual copyright to these videos or the songs in those videos, which is exactly what's happening right here. And this has happened so many times. And uh, still, YouTube doesn't. They don't do a goddamn thing about this, and it's infuriating. I mean, that's just for me, but I'm not yeah. even. I'm not even one of these guys that's even, being fucked up. Yeah, it doesn't even directly f- affect you. So that's that's crazy, man. I wonder. I mean, they people have been lobbying for for YouTube to make some changes. Oh yeah, quite a few people have for years now. All the changes they've made are so garbage. Like even the big guy, the big guns like Casey Neistat, like these guys are 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 pleading for YouTube to better regulate their their system, and nothing's really been done. So it kind of sucks. Well, and they're co- now they're coming out with this this new program, and I won't get super into it because I don't know all the details. But basically, they're turning a lot of content creators to either be like kid friendly, which means like your your videos are cool for thirteen and under, um, or not, and so that's thirteen or over, like age thirteen. And the FTC, like the Federal Trade Commission, is now overseeing this, and like they're like threatening to sue content creators if like they have content that's like not appropriate for kids and stuff and like this is such a bigger deal than i think you know anybody listening understands but like this is why we need a competitor to youtube because it's shit like this that like makes youtube super toxic because they don't have they don't have to do anything at all they really don't yeah i mean who knows man i don't know what's gonna happen but uh I thought this was a good piggyback from like last week when we were talking about YouTube's problem with, um, you know, with some other creators. Shit sucks, man. Yeah, it sucks. But what doesn't suck, I guess I'll take over for uh, for Jesse's segue because he's not doing it. Heck yeah, man. Is that new Motorola Razor, man? I know we, we talked about it yeah. a while back, but 
Dude, I like it. I like it a lot. I do. I do like it. I do like it too. It hits all my nostalgia bones. Yeah, it does. It's got the same. It's is it the same exact form factor? Like no. they do the. Is it a little bit bigger? A little bit smaller? A little bigger. It's a little bit bigger. Yeah. Okay. Dude, it looked nice, man. It's just you know that uh, folding screen technology just isn't there yet. I don't think. Neither is no. the price that goes along with the not there yet technology. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's a rough one. It's still $500 less than the Galaxy Fold, so, you know. And way nicer looking. Yeah, I think so, too. And it fits in your pocket. And it's smaller, yeah. And it's smaller. How much I was don't... that clocking in at? What, the Galaxy Fold? No, the um, Razer. 1500 God bless, dude. It's, what, 2100 for the Galaxy Fold? I think it's, yeah, a little over two grand, yeah. That sounds about right. Man, I, I definitely... I'm excited to see what the next iteration of these is going to look but like. But Apple's just, Apple's hot garbage because, you know. They don't have folding ones, man. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. You can. What was that, like two phones ago? <laughs> oh, you oh. can fold it. <laughs> Foldgate. Okay, baby. Oh, man. Yeah. You just had to try hard enough. The uh, iPad Pros, the 10.5 and the 9.7, You those yeah. were coming out of the box folded. Or like warped. Dude, they do it so well, you can only fold it once. You can fold any phone once. Well, yeah. and, well, granted, you can fold the Pixel 4 uh, apparently like four different times. Nice. It'll break every time. <laughs> just different. That's true. Yeah, you get done with a call, it's just a, just a power move. You know, you just a flex on somebody like, all right, and then you just bend your phone closed regardless <laughs> if it's supposed to or not. People are like, I don't know what he's about, but if he asks me for something, I'll give it to him. This guy knows his stuff. Hey, but how much is that a uh, Star Wars phone? Because I'm only seeing an Amazon price, but that's on Amazon. Is that Gal- it's yeah. Galaxy Note, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. I think it's neat. I'm not ever going to get it because I don't like the Note. What about the Kylo Ren Galaxy Buds? Dude, those are clean. But I've always been a fan of the Galaxy Buds because, you know, they come in black. <laughs> yeah. Unlike some headphones. Yeah, and for continuity's sake, I don't think Kylo Ren has any Buds. I mean, there are the knights. There are the knights of Ren. So if if you consider them Buds. Slap a case on that bad boy, though. You know, because you are anyway. I don't know what That's you're talking the thing. about. Yeah, specialized phones. <laughs> I mean, but don't they come with a uh, OS that you could just hack anyway? Yeah. Uh, I mean, not Android 10. Android 10 is pretty solid, but anything under before Android 10, yeah, it's f- trash. Yeah, I know that's what Lamborghini does. They always give you a Lamborghini OS. Now, but these things, do you? Is this? See, this is the thing, because it's a it's a cell phone, right? Mm-hmm. And this special edition is like a collect is it would you consider this a collectible item oh yeah like do you think do you think this would appreciate in value i mean future? yeah because it's technology and it's star wars yeah i mean people no, but still it's, te- it's technology so like yeah but know. if you if you look up like how much like an original mac was like an apple mac those things are thousands of dollars so i think it depends on how how star wars looks in the future like that's a vintage like a vintage basic item right whereas this one has a star wars brand on it so i don't know Mm, who knows well we'll we'll, uh front end tech episode uh 600 we'll come back and we'll take a look (laughs) we'll see how much they're selling for yeah (laughs) how much is it selling for right now oh 1300 for the whole kit well, thirteen on Amazon for the uh, for the phone, I think. Uh, it says Amazon, Samsung, and some Best Buy and Microsoft stores. And since this is a Samsung Galaxy Note ten, Samsung probably has the the correct price. Plus, depending on if you have like a trade in or um, like an upgrade program, it's probably cheaper. Oh, true. Yeah. It depends on what you're going for. 
because this is an unlocked one. So if you get a locked one, it's probably cheaper just because, you know, you're going to have to pay it off for like three years. I hate that they're calling it a Star Wars edition, and there's just Kylo Ren's <laughs> dumb mask all over the whole thing. Well, that I he's mean, not even going to wear. If you go to the, the top, man, like that's another one. Like that's just like one way it could look, but like they're I'm sure you can get like a different look to it. Yeah, well, that's that's the phone up there. No, but, but if you go to the bottom. Oh, I see. Like yeah, they have Kylo picture, Ren's they have a face case. on the phone. Yeah. They have mm-hmm. a case and they have the picture on the phone yeah the box is what was getting me i'm like i don't want but it's still his fraud his fraud ass mask yeah it doesn't even do anything for him right it makes him sound more serious and it's like really heavy just, yeah it's just to flex on people that's true his neck is yeah that's what you go up into your room and like put on when your mom yells at you it's like no mom <laughs> it's not like that anymore yeah all right anyway what we got next Huawei? Dude, man, fucking Huawei. Oh, yeah. Dude, they just, like, keep getting extensions. And I'm just... This is their third extension for the next 90 days. And we Dude, they need... They just need to last a year, right? That's it, basically. It's just... It's basically (laughs) a joke now. It's just, like... It's, like, either just, like, bless off or don't. But stop giving them extensions or don't. Like, make up your mind. But no, they're just like, all right, we're going to give you one more extension... But then, then you definitely can't do business here. And then 90 days later, they're like, okay, but this is the last time. And then it happens again. So I don't really have much to say about this other than, you know, the American government can't fucking decide on what it wants. This is why it's very interesting to me, though, because it being the third extension, hearing Huawei Huawei finally voiced their opinion on it, you know, they uh, they said it won't have a substantial impact on our business either way. The direct quote, it won't have a substantial impact on Huawei's business either way. (laughs) And that was from Huawei's representative. But yeah, he said also, this is an indirect quote, but it's pretty close to the direct quote. He said that the move to have another extension and just, you know, kind of sit here and, and hold forever. It's causing more harm to the American companies or the American side of the deal. Yeah. Um, it's hard to argue, you know? <laughs> that's, yeah. that's absolutely the truth. So, Well, yeah, because it's like, do we do we invest in this? Do we not invest in this? Do we think the next one's going to be okay? Do we not think it's going to be okay? It's like... But it's, it's also weird because you can't even, like... They don't even have a license to sell their products in the U.S. still, right? That's true. Like, we can't even buy their phones anyway. So yeah. It's like, what are you even doing here? No, I checked on some sites. I always like looking into stories like this a little deeper just because they're so easy to follow trends on. But coincidentally, since the last extension, the travel to China has greatly increased i think it was like 30 percent increase in travel to china i'm like that's uh seems pretty coincidental that doesn't seem right though i mean especially for you know like us or any listeners like with everything we've been talking about china and what's going on in hong kong it's like you know where i really want to go afghanistan that sounds fun (laughs) it's the same thing like i would i have no desire to go to china oh dude speaking of you know um what happens the moment it, you have any conflict with anybody from the U.S. is you get missionaries going over to that area. You know, it sounds like China needs some freedom. I mean, that's what happens. People go over like, I, <laughs> I can be the difference. Dude, I can be that. there. Now, Apple's been bought over there quite a bit more recently. Oh, well, the iPhone 11 is fucking dope. Yeah, yeah. they've been selling a lot in China, which is really big for Apple because like that's been the Lack hardest market 5G. for them. 
Yeah, they it's don't have five G. <laughs> it's yeah. not five G, man. Yeah, and so uh, it, so those guys over at uh, you know whatever retailer they get it from in China, they uh, they're still picking it up. <laughs> I mean, it's still cheaper than getting a new Pixel Four. So that's true. Just saying, which also is also getting super shit on. Like the Pixel, just continue. Like there was an article like oh, yeah. the other day that was just like how it was basically from like an Android centric kind of a um site and they were just like it's it's overpriced and it's trash it's like yeah yeah i'm pretty sure we said that so it's fine i think Huawei's gonna come back with a vengeance for sure i think is as far as the companies we have here in the u.s that are probably happy that the deal's still in place as soon as it gets accepted that Huawei can start really pushing their products over here i mean we're gonna be in for a phenomenal news day or week or month dude well I mean, they're working. They're still working on their their own OS, so that way they can harmony. Mm-hmm. Which pff, I got. I don't have anything to say on that because it's yeah. You know, meh. Maybe they're just trying to buy time. Yeah. Right. I'm excited. They're, they'll definitely use the time they have. I mean, that's the thing about Huawei. We've seen that they don't waste time. And they got really good ideas too. I'm pumped. That that's the kind of news gets me hyped. You know, a 90 day extension gets you hyped. Well, just how Huawei's taking it in stride. They're like, listen, you're not affecting our business either way. It's very obvious you're affecting yours. Yeah, that's what they would say, though, right? I mean, you're not going to say, yeah. oh no, oh my god, everything's in, it, we're, it's everything's on fire. It's like, no, yeah. you, you're going to come out confident because, duh, you have to at least look confident. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. No. But he's like, listen, just keep doing it if you want. It's like we don't, we don't care. <laughs> You know, our main market is still our main market. Right. Speaking of uh, main markets and companies that aren't really there yet, mm. making uh, hardware for not their main markets. God, I'm excited. The uh, Google Stadia is coming out this week. Oh, People God. are getting their hands on them. My buddy didn't get his yet, but it's in Ohio right now. <laughs> he might have it. He's uh, He keeps updating us where it is. Nice, like, nice. They shipped it yesterday. And last time we checked, it was in Ohio. So, yeah. Who's playing it in Ohio? <laughs> Not trying to rain <laughs> on his parade just yet. Oh, no. But everybody else will. Everybody else is raining on his parade. Dude. Why is Yo, it so it's bad? It's not looking good. It's not looking good right now. So, what? what is actually going on with Stadia? Well, hmm, there's a there's a plethora of, of issues. Uh, I think the main issue right now is that it's not like it's lacking a lot of features that are supposed to be on it that aren't available on day one uh like what yeah there's a list here i'm looking at pc on day one pc chrome gameplay won't support 4k hdr or 5.1 surround sound those features will be added in 2020 for pc players okay so that's one thing hooray stream connect which allows one player stadia viewpoint to be integrated with another player's stream which was something that they, like, flat out were advertising as one of the biggest features, will not be available in any launch games. The first game to use it is expected to launch by the end of the year. State Share, which lets users share save files via links, and Crowdplay, which allows for quick jump-in multiplayer through a YouTube stream, another thing that they were really pushing hard when they first revealed the Stadia, yeah. Won't be integrated into games until next year. Oh. No, I'm not done yet. No, there's a bunch of stuff here. That was a big just, one though. Yeah, just buckle your seat buckle your seatbelt real quick, Jesse. At launch, Google Assistant integration will be limited to the ability to turn on the TV and start a game. 
Soon after launch, the Assistant button on the Stadia controller will work on Chromecast Stadia home screen. Assistant support on PCs and phones and during gameplay will come sometime after that. That's also another feature they were pushing hard. Because oh, you could have been like, hey, uh, okay, Google, help me with this part of the game. And then it would, like, you know, search on YouTube for a video, for a tutorial, and then it would pop up in the corner of your screen. I was like, whoa, that's actually pretty cool. Well, we're not getting that right now. Uh, here's a here's a big one. Family sharing, which lets you buy a game once and share it with accounts held by family members, is not supported on day one, so you'll have to buy games for your child's account. <laughs> the feature is planned for addition early next year. So it's like, Jesus. what? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so you want me to buy well first off I mean we didn't even get into the nitty gritty yet but this is a subscription service where you have to buy the games and now if you have a family account you gotta buy it for each account that's not available at launch what are you subscribing to yeah exactly what What do you get alright so here's another set of stuff there is no Stadia UI for achievements or achievement notifications on day one but if you happen to perform an in-game feat that would earn a specific achievement, it will show up when the feature is rolled out, quote, shortly after the launch. Chromecast Ultra units included in the Founders Premier Bundles are the only ones that will work with Stadia on day one. Other Chromecast Ultra units will be able to play Stadia games after an over-the-air update, quote, soon after launch. Buddy Pass. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You, you want to interject? Yeah. Is there um is is there anything that Google Stadia will have? Well, we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> the Buddy Pass that lets early adopters offer a free three-month Stadia trial to a friend will be sent about two weeks after you receive your bundle, barring some unknown unknowns popping up. Currently, the phone is needed for initial setup and buying games. And I did watch a couple videos of people... Uh, iPhone users had to download a Stadia app on their iPhone, and I'm sure this is the same for Android users, just to configure their Chromecast for Stadia on their TV, and then they had to use the app also to configure their controller, the Stadia controller as well. Uh, but yeah, so it's needed. Yeah, and you need it to to buy games too on your subscription service. Uh, buying games through a Chromecast Ultra or the web is not supported. And the, the Google AMA gave no indication if or when it would be added. As previously discussed, mobile support will be limited to Google Pixel phones and Chrome OS tablets at launch. <laughs> Timeline no. for general iOS and Android support is still to be determined. But Pixel will likely be the only mobile support, quote, this year, according to the, the Reddit AMA that they did. Uh, Google says it, quote, wants Stadia to run on every screen eventually. As previously discussed, Stadia controllers' wireless functions will only work with Chromecast Ultra at launch. To use that controller with a phone or tablet, you'll need to plug it in with a USB-C cable. Generic USB controllers will also work with Stadia on PC or phones, but not on Chromecast. Alright, guys. So, that was the list of things that it didn't have. Wow. According to the AMA. I'm quite literally making popcorn right now. Yeah. Yo, isn't that crazy? Like, what the hell? So, I watched a bunch of stuff on it today. And, you know, minus all this stuff that they're not including at launch, which is really shitty. 
it's still laggy and it stutters here and there on games. The one I watched uh, a video on CNET, I believe, of uh, someone playing Destiny 2 New Light, and it looked fine, like it looked okay. But again, he was just doing the the beginning, like the intro mission, where you're not you're not on a server or you're not connected to anybody else. Yeah. Like you're not on a, a shared world with anyone else. So he was just by himself. But dude, <laughs> like the, I think the main one of the main issues too, besides all this stuff, this is like video game industry 101, right? Like Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo would never launch a product without having like new stuff on it, right? Huh. Like that's the whole part of a of a launch. Hey Jesse, could you tell could you tell John what I was saying right before we recorded? About what? <laughs> we were talking about a lot of stuff. That's a good point. We did <laughs> talk about a lot of stuff. One of the big things I said I was like the biggest problem right now. Well, okay. One of the big problems. There's no exclusives. These are all old titles that are being all released. Old, that's all old oh, stuff, yeah, yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. It's all old stuff. And like, like what, we've already played. Like, this doesn't give us an incentive to get a new system when we've already played these games. Right. They're already available for stuff that we already have. Or you can, and you can play them better with like better resolution and better everything yeah. on a PC or on a console than you're going to get because you just have to play on your Pixel because you can't play anywhere else. Yeah, and better convenience. Yeah, and Did the you support. Hear, uh, oh, my the God. The VP of Google, uh, Phil Harrison, was like talking about how he believes that that the internet service providers in the United States are just going to, they're going to help us out. Oh, yeah. That's what they're known for, I think, right? Yeah, did you say... Did you, <laughs> How naive you, is this guy? Yeah. Dude, can you imagine, like, are you serious? He thinks think, that, like, Comcast is going to give me extra bandwidth if I get a Stadia <laughs> because I'm going sh- I'm gonna, I'm gonna to eat up all of, all of the, uh, the data that I get a month. I think that one of the statistics I saw was, like, 20 gigabytes in an hour. Oh God! In an hour, Jesus Christ! Dude. I think he probably called. You know how I put like two thousand hours into Destiny Two. Oh God, yeah. That's a lot of gigabytes. That's a bunch of gigabytes. Yeah, it's 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 a little bit more than a bunch. You know, how, like when you call a tech support of any kind, they always have levels. Like you can talk to the level one person or level two. You know, go all the way up to level five. I think he probably talked to a level two person, and they just said, "Man, I, I promise you, we'll get this taken care of." And he's like, oh, great, I'm going to announce that to everybody. <laughs> Dude, how insane is that, though? Oh, man. So here's... Here, all right, it's so, so bad. All right, so what do you think? Do you think that if this is a flop, do you think they're just going to give up on it? And no then, way. I don't think so. It's an ecosystem. They can't give up on it. So what do they do? Do they do they just make it a subscription, a full-blown subscription service and make people stop paying for games? I don't think it's going to become like... What was that, Gamesfly? I don't think it's going to become like that. You know, old like Netflix, but with games. That's what I was thinking. Unless they increase the price significantly, right? Yeah, yeah. seriously. Like I thought that that's like what it was going to be initially, but not now. I think the the best thing that they can do, a release more titles. The fact that there are so few titles there and they're all old games doesn't bring people over. And like that is one of the big things that people get hyped for when a new console is announced is what are the launch titles going to be? What are the exclusives going to be? What does this look like? And like Stadia is bragging about like Destiny 2 Shadowkeep, but it's like, it's like dude, bro, I have we've that already right pl- now. Yeah, yeah, everybody's played it by now. <laughs> like, yeah, same with Resident <laughs> Evil and like Red Dead and like all these games we had out for a while. And like now I mean, they did have Doom. Yeah, oh, yeah. But what I'm happened sure there? 
I'm sure Doom's doing fantastic. I'm sure, I'm sure Doom's gonna run fine on this on this thing. What about Diablo? What maybe Diablo's <laughs> gonna be amazing on this? I mean, oh, cons- considering according to uh, what Just Jesse a... was telling me earlier, apparently they're all in on mobile games. So call of duty apparently is amazing on mobile so uh maybe that's the future of gaming everybody's just gonna play on their phones now right that's some breaking news that came out as we were getting ready for pre-show wow yeah apparently call of duty mobile is doing amazing so uh okay so but to get back to like the main point what you're saying is i think the biggest thing is more titles but also like i don't think this is going to be like a ps3 kind of a thing like when ps3 launched like that thing went into the, the tank but then they did a lot of stuff, and they ended up becoming one of the best. No, they are the most sold console of all time. The PS3 is. Yeah. So I think other than new games, I think what they need to do is, oh, man, dude, I, they I don't need know. To hire, they need to hire a consultant that has experience in the industry and can, like, revamp their system that they have. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, maybe have, like, a deal with an ISP so, like, you can get, like, a separate plan. Because See that that would be nice. Kind of like that, what Disney did with with Verizon, right? Mm-hmm. And that's that's kind of what I'm thinking and like again, was it going to happen? Probably not, but that to me seems like a really great avenue that they could approach and that way you could have not only your advertising, but then you can also have that ISP also advertising. Yeah, you have a you have a set up base already, you have a player base already at that point. Mm-hmm. And then you also have like the people that um that still have cable like then that gives them another incentive to get something else and move forward or, or get something more expensive uh, or maybe not expensive. Who knows what they would advertise it as. But that way, then you don't have like restricting people's bandwidth, you know, kind of across the board. If they have like a special, you know, package, well, they're entitled to this much and uh, like a portion of Stadia's income could go to that ISP. So they're making money on this as well. So. That could be an avenue of approach. You know what? Um, if they if Google Fi like actually took off and succeeded, then this probably would be like in the bag for them, right? But then, but you had all the ISPs that, like, you had Comcast and AT and T and Sprint and T Mobile that didn't want them taking over their, uh, you know, the stronghold that they they have, the monopolies that they have on our country already well and verizon tried theirs and well we see what happened with theirs yeah right fios went to uh yeah it's kind of crazy it's kind of shitty some people still have fios which is weird no it's still yeah, active yeah. In some my places. uh my sister has fios jesse what do you think what you're the business guy what do you think uh where do you think stadia goes in order to turn this all around well uh that's the or can the thing about stadia that confused me from the get-go is i'm like how are they going to make money <laughs> you know they're either going to charge an arm and leg for the service and then provide a phenomenal service, or they're going to have to partner. Well, here's the thing. Look at xCloud. xCloud looks phenomenal, and it is yeah. doing it is doing work right now. And Xbox's like event was this past weekend, so yeah. Again, though, like they, you know, that's like Microsoft has been in the game for a while now. Yeah, you know? and so. they know how to. Um, I forget what the actual business term is. No one crucify me, please, but. Uh, they know how to, it's like they torpedo their funds so they could <laughs> take funds yeah. in from another, um, IP they have and know it's going to head back to that IP during the better time of the year for that, um, product. But either way, I mean, Google is too far spread. Well, yeah. Google to do that. It's like, 
it's like they like they they're so ignorant that they thought they could just you know throw their th- dive in head first like right. guns blazing and be successful off the bat right if it's tough i mean where are they going to take money from the maps yeah you know they're uh yeah. they're maps companies they're better off just trying to buy nintendo or something <laughs> yeah or partner with somebody <laughs> money partner with somebody yeah exactly i mean just anything sony would be perfect are you serious? Take down Microsoft together. Anybody that knew hardware even, because that would take that stressor off of them. You know, they'd just say, all right, you know, come up with uh, your version of this because you already know hardware. So, you know, work with our software guys and let's come up with a happy medium for everybody. Just don't assume you can do it all. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I, I don't think we've seen a launch this bad in a long time. Not for something so hugely promised. Yeah. And like they, they talked a huge game and like that's yeah, flying too close to the sun. man. A while back is uh, I mentioned that there was this we, we got, you know, one of the big PlayStation execs moved over to to Google to work on Stadia. Like he was the one that helped launch the PlayStation 4 and they were talking about how great this stuff was and they were running it on Doom. And like I'm trying to figure out where like where this went wrong. Like where in the hierarchy it just started to go haywire and it didn't reach the top or the top knew it was fucked up and it, like where was the cutoff? Yeah. Because like how is this all coming out now? How have you guys been talking about this for weeks now up until the launch and it's now like like within the launch week and now we're finding out about all this shit? Like you, you don't – like that's not ideal. Like what – I'm trying to figure out like you guys must have known – that this was this big of a problem weeks ago, yeah? I mean, like, why would you say all this now? I might go back to my theory where they maybe they kind of knew they wouldn't be able to compete with next gen. So they were they're trying to get it out this year to get a head start before the PS five and the, the PS five and the Xbox Scarlet or whatever comes out. And that's and that's what I was saying. Like X Cloud is again like a streaming gaming service and it just continues to look good microsoft has been ho-hum about everything too it's great they're not revealing anything until until they're ready to launch their product yeah which is they just it's a really good strategy they're doing they're doing it the right way and google couldn't shut their fucking face yeah and here we are you can stop flexing those muscles that they have like you can't yeah you you can't look talking is one thing if you're gonna you know and that's you know, uh, Jesse and I were talking about Elon Musk and SpaceX and, you know, the new Tesla truck that's going to launch on Thursday. And, you know, he was reading over the specs and he was like, well, I don't know, you know, if if we should believe, you know, all the hype. And I was like, you know, there is one thing that Musk is good about. And it's like when it comes down to like his like his products, like when it comes down to his trucks or like the semi truck or the Roadster or whatever, like the specs have always been straight up and they're phenomenal. His release date not so phenomenal that's all musk time whatever he says add two to three years but when he talks up a really good game about whatever product he's about to announce that shit is straight fire and uh google's basically done the opposite they're like hey it's coming out this this day for sure and it does and now it's trash it's like the complete opposite so somewhere in there is a happy medium i got i don't know I got nothing else for these guys. It's unfortunate for Stadia, honestly. I mean, they need a thing. It's not a gimmick. The word gimmick is a is a negative word in today's day and age, but they need a gimmick that is a reliable gimmick, something that works. You know, partner with 
a controller manufacturer. You know, give me a professional feeling controller. Oh, well, that's another thing, man. The only controller that's going to work is the scuff controller. Not a single other controller is going to work when it launches. Ugh. Not not a PlayStation, not a scuff, not an Xbox, definitely not the new Xbox. Um, none of none of them. None of them will work other than the PlayStation other than the the Stadia controller. I was confused. Like what? Guys, what is going on? Like and that's that's not that's not a software thing. That's a hardware thing because it's Bluetooth and or Wi-Fi depending on how you want to have it connect. But as I understand it from John, it's Bluetooth, right? So how is it not communicating with another Bluetooth controller? It seems pretty basic. Like if I got if I got like an Xbox controller but it was Bluetooth, I could connect it to my PlayStation. I wouldn't like it, but I could do it. I don't understand. Yeah. I think that's a uh... That's their potential for a partnership. That's it's a company that is self-righteous. You know, they they never want to partner because partnerships last longer than you might want a partnership to last. It's like picking your roommate on the first day of college. You don't know if it's going to be a great experience or not. They're not going to partner with Scuff. Scuff hasn't oh, no. partnered with PlayStation or Xbox. I mean, they like being in the middle and being able to go out with everybody. Yeah, and I'm talking about Google. Google wouldn't do it. They're uh, they are all within within Google. They're they're fine with themselves. Maybe Google will partner with Huawei. We'll have a Huawei controller. If we're on uh, if we're on controllers, if we're on controllers right now, why don't we talk about that new um, that PS5 controller patent? <gasps> oh yeah, good good idea. Initial thoughts, just fire them off. Just feelings, initial feelings. Oh, uh, you mean you mean the PS4 controller that's yeah. coming out for the PS5? <laughs> Is that, what you mean? that was my thought as well. But man, it's got new light bar. I mean, that's like a completely different world. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but you're, <laughs> dude, you are. I don't mind the light. I don't really care. I hate the me. light bar. I know you do. You have some. What is actually different about about it though? Uh, is there, I mean, can you guys see anything different? There's a USB C instead of a um, micro USB, so that's gonna be nice. That's a good thing, right? Yeah, because I I just used a uh, micro USB from like an old Samsung phone that I had. And uh, I fucking hate the micro USB. And it broke. Probably, it didn't even break. Right. It didn't even break. So here's the worst part. Like, I, I put it in the port, and then it just fell out. Oh, heck yeah. God. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, so awesome. USB, like, micro USB is garbage. I don't know. Like, adaptive triggers. Yeah. So. We saw that. They, they were, mm-hmm. they were oh, yeah, yeah, that was, claiming yeah, this. That's what I'm most excited for in the PlayStation controller here maybe you should just get a scuff controller jesse man if i had the money i would just saying i would do that if they had a payment plan option i'd do that <laughs> so what are you, are you using the regular ps4 controller do just regular ps4 controller keep it plugged into the wall like some type of grandpa if i send you a link to an adapter that adds paddles like it's a you just put it onto your ps4 controller i think it's like 30 bucks and it works okay does it yeah Thing is, it's not. It can't. You can't use it wirelessly, though. That's the problem. Ooh, I sit pretty far away from my PlayStation, but I have a rig set up to where <laughs> I can pull from the wall, and it technically will pull from the PlayStation. But I don't oh, okay. know if that would work. It might, dude. I jerry rig everything. If only you could see my office. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't know, man. Do we know if this is a protective patent or an actual patent for the the main controller, like the main patent? You know, companies that do that. Are you guys aware of that? I don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about. Because I don't know how the patent, like Japan, the Japanese patent office works. Um, that's probably just a 
cheap place that they can get a patent through. But the uh, <laughs> it's like getting a notary. No, the if you're getting a protective patent, you're just basically saying, hey, this is close enough to my design to where I don't even want somebody to get this. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, something that but, would be over-exaggerated for a main patent. I mean, sure, but at the same time, this like the design like the industrial design of the controller is literally the PS4 controller. That's what I was thinking. So they should already have a patent for it anyway, almost. Yeah, and it's got two headphone jacks. <laughs> oh, cuz I use mine none times. Yeah, I wonder why. Like you're trying to daisy yeah, chain it or something for streamers possibly. I don't, I don't understand. Know. Like it doesn't I don't know. I I'm not a big fan of the PlayStation controller anyways. It's so similar. It's the thumbsticks are the worst things they've ever done. Yeah, they're terrible. No one has ever liked any iteration of the thumbstick. That's it. That's, I included I'm everybody in that statement. Do. I just... Yeah, tiny, tiny people. Or people that with long, <laughs> slender hands, but tiny, tiny Little... thumbs. So certain commanders-in-chief might like this controller because it's very small and they could fit it in their little tiny baby hands i have very big hands very very big hands i don't know i i don't really care because i was hoping for more when i heard about this and i was like really excited about you know what they were going to change and i'm low i'm waiting for the day where like when my scuff is low on battery or something and i have to switch to a default controller i don't hate it as much as i do it's definitely not going to be the PS5 controller as far as I'm I, I'm concerned. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Granted, USB-C is nice, and I'm waiting for the year where I have one charger for all the things. So if that's true, that'll be nice because Scuff doesn't have that. I'm curious to see how, like, if third-party high-end controllers will switch to USB-C. Well, no, if they're going to come out, like, the same time as the console launch mm, probably depends on popularity so. man add that to cart i think it would i mean because playstation does they're now selling a lot of things through their online store now that way you don't have to go to like a GameStop or uh or amazon in order to get like a console they're selling consoles through the playstation store now which is which is new-ish i mean i think it happened a month or two ago that they started doing that so that's really cool so you can potentially get your ps5 from Sony. But I think the the best move for like third party manufacturers is to wait until this comes out, until the next consoles come out, and then figure out what people really like about those and what they don't and incorporate the good ones into your new controller cuz like I just don't want to use that controller on day 1. <laughs> yeah. And they claim right. it's going to be no heavy. But I That's that. the same form factor. I don't want it to be heavy. Isn't that what you wanted, Jesse? You want your your big 45-pound dumbbell but with sticks on it? I mean, I like to know, you know? Dude, the lighter the better. But if they claim it's going to be heavier, it's the same form factor, and they are taking things... Bigger battery, dude. A bigger battery. I mean, not that much heavier for what they were saying. They said bigger it's battery. going to compete with the Xbox controller, and that thing is giant. Wait, the original Xbox controller? The current. Oh, I was going to say, because the original Xbox controller was massive. Yeah, dude, that's what I'm talking about. I want to call my buddy over to ask for help with pulling the triggers, you know what I mean? They have a name for the, for the Duke. That's what they call it. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like it either. That means poop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't really care. I'm still going to use scuff controller. This does nothing for me. Oh, jeez. I hope our controller is compatible 
with the PS5 at the very least. Oh, yeah. God, if it's not, I'll be super. So- I mean, I'm, we're all getting the PlayStation 5 anyways. I mean, there's no, there's I don't know, no like, man, I don't oh, know. I might I not know. get it. Now we're know. all going to get it. They want me to get it know. so bad. I kind of want to not get it just to spite them. I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that Destiny for the next gen, whatever oh, it's going to be, is going to be cross play. So I'll have my ch- own choice. Yeah. I hope there's a lobby where you can only queue up with Google Stadia people. <laughs> yeah, I do I did I do want I do want the Stadia to succeed though, still. Yeah, me cool. too. Because I like the idea of packing a Chromecast on a business trip and being able to play Destiny still. Yeah. Instead of like carrying your entire console with you. <laughs> and yeah. all three of us are fans of competition, which I feel like this is what is it like the third podcast since we last mentioned that? But we need to consistently mention that, that even though we do tend to have our favorites, we love competition. Yeah, P- yeah we need we need things to stay hot in there. Yeah. So things don't get, better. You know, get stale. Yeah, so we want these people who we, we're crapping all over, we want them to succeed and really put pressure on the companies we actually love and commit our money to anyway. Well, because, I mean, imagine a day where we have, like, the equivalent of xCloud but for PlayStation, right? I mean... If I could, if I could play, you know, on my iPad, but like, you know, when I'm visiting family or something like that would be dope. Yeah, be, I would love sweet. that because then I don't have to worry about a separate console and I can still join parties and, and stuff like that. And it all works seamlessly. But I could, I could pick up my bounties at work before I, before I leave the office and then go home and be ready to play as soon as I go in, instead of going to the freaking tower doing everything man wouldn't that be great if you could pick your bounties up on a mobile app and then when you get home they're just there they would be yeah somebody would exploit the shit out of that oh dude that's fine it's worth it i don't care (laughs) who cares because people are exploiting my body when i'm in there (laughs) and i don't like that i think when it comes to like exploiting or hacking things i feel like exploiting bounties is the last thing i'm yeah that's like yeah that's like yeah that's that's the least of our of of main, main issues yeah you never see a YouTube video that says played against a hacker. He cashed in twenty bounties at once. I hate this yeah. guy. It's like nobody says that. <laughs> guy's really making it big in legendary shards. I don't know. I don't really care about this controller, to be honest. Show me yeah. something that's cool. Yeah, agreed. Um subscriptions for games on top of that. I feel like we kind of dove into that a little bit with Stadia. Oh, no, this is for um Animal Crossing. Like now it's it's like got this huge subscription on top of it, which is more than the Switch Online subscription. Yeah. Which I'm very confused about. Everything's going to be the Switch Online subscription is so nice. It's it was the perfect price point. So they're like, "Oh, man, that wasn't enough money. We should have had them pay more." Yeah, and so now you have Mario Kart and Animal Crossing? Like what? So what is Switch Wait, like Online? The mo- like the mobile version of Animal Crossing? Or Animal Crossing when that comes out next year for Nintendo Switch? Oh, uh, let's look. Let me look it up. How much is... What are we looking at? Switch Online is what, 20 bucks a year? Is it going to be on you guys? I don't know. Yeah, it's dick. 20 bucks a year and it's a deal and a half. You convinced me to get it. You get access to NES games, Super Nintendo games, and that's how you play online multiplayer too which is the cheapest online multiplayer subscription out of any of the consoles it's also the laggiest um apple arcade would like a word well apple arcade doesn't have a console apple arcade doesn't have super smash brothers (laughs) where people like you know actually will get mad i don't know 
Do they have like peer-to-peer games on App Arcade? I guess so because they have that. They um, were supposed they to. We gave up. Game. Yeah. Yeah, because you. I was supposed to be able to invite you to compete against me with races. Oh but, yeah, that's right, and it just didn't work. Yeah, we just we just gave up after trying a couple times. <laughs> and that's it. We are the general consumer. Apple, listen to us. Should have made it easier. They should have just did what they did with the Super Mario Run, and just make it like have like a flat fee. But they're probably they're probably trying to capitalize on the uh, mobile market, the mobile game market. Yeah, I'm seeing mobile games here. Damn, five by bucks the way. a month. That's bro. what I'm seeing referenced. And the game's not even good. Like Mario Kart Tour isn't even a good game. Oh, I canceled my subscription immediately. Oh, we've we've sh- I've I've been shitting on Mario Kart since day one, and you guys were like, it's "Oh terrible. man, it's gonna be great! It's gonna be great!" And when it came out, it's just like it's fucking ass. I thought it was gonna be fun. They had the wasn't. potential. They they still have the potential. Yeah, but they take away like all the controls, so you can't. All even they control. have to do is change the control. Yeah. But yeah, and also matchmaking. Like it makes you play against bots. Yeah, it makes it look like these names are from you know like around the world, and they're various names, but they're all bots. Like what? Why, man? So I don't know. I guess people in like Korea and China, right? That love Mario Kart because you know my I have aunt I have an aunt that just you know. Likes, she's addicted to slot machines on her iPad, even though it doesn't really win her any money. But she pays money to play more, to not win real money on her slot machine game. Oh no! And you know that I guess that's the the target, the target market. It's a uh, it's sad, man. I mean, you know, what? this is a trade that I would uh, I, I'm happy to live with though. If the if the hardcore, like, the Nintendo Switch Online is super cheap and the trade-off is, you know, the mobile game that they have is expensive that I don't have to play, then I'll take that any day of the week. Just as long as they keep providing content for the Switch. Yeah, and they will, right? Breath of the Wild 2, we're supposed to get a release date soon. I almost put that in here, but I was like, eh, it didn't, it didn't say a date, so I was like, eh, I don't know if John... That's a very interesting story. That's going to be a long one when we put it in the show notes. Get ready. Stay tuned, everybody. That's why I didn't put it in, because it didn't say a date, so I was like, eh, I'll wait for an actual date to be, be announced. I got Pokemon Shield for my Did wife. Did you? She Dude, loves I was it. waiting. Did you it. really? She loves uh, it, yeah. All I needed was oh, one man. person to tell me they got it before I go out, take out a loan Dude, it's and get really it. good, man. It's really good. So, which one did you get? So I can get the other one. I got shield because my brother-in-law is getting sword. So okay. All right. Whenever we Fine. get a Pokemon game, it's they get we get the opposite ones. You got your match. Fine. I'll call other people. Well, you can get sword too. Yeah. There you go. No. I'll get. Now a, that you said it. I want to get something different. <laughs> Jesse, you get you get sword, and when the Nintendo Switch Pro comes out, I'll get the <laughs> I'll get the shield. Five years. I'm gonna get uh, I'm gonna get Pokemon Halberd. <laughs> Pokemon Morningstar. That's the thing, though. Like a lot of Pokemon, a lot of diehards like were shitting on this game before it even came out, and man, everybody loves it now. Like it's getting well, so I mean, good reviews. The playability of it, man. I mean, back it's when just, we were kids, Pokemon. we had it's Pokemon all man. the time in the world. No, but it's really like the uh, the wild system that they have is so cool. Dude. Yeah. yeah, I was watching. Um, it's so oh, cool. God. I love it. Blue. I don't know. One of the guys that likes to like play with Jez and Dado and stuff all the time, uh, Blue Westlow. Blue Westlow. Yeah, I love yeah. Blue Westlow. He was like, I was watching his Twitch the other day, and he was like, "This wild system. I wish this entire game was this, instead of you know having to go to cities and stuff. Like, if it was just the wild, he was like, I would love this way more." Yeah, 
I don't want to shout out their podcast that he's on a lot, but it is a great podcast. Mm-hmm. It's it's definitely Why not? one. Why not shout it out? Go ahead. Use your words. Oh, dude. Um, I shout out podcasts all the damn time. And like last last week, I shouted out two. But that was because <laughs> it was me. So go ahead, well, man. Let I me, talk about uh, kind of funny all the time. Let me get the spelling correct then because Oh, oh okay. So you don't you don't even know. So now we know the real reason now. Well, it's uh, GG over easy, but I always end up typing the word easy out. And it's not. It's over E Z. So letter E, letter Z. <laughs> um, okay. But it's great, man. About an hour and a half, kind of like ours. But it's the perfect time. Yeah, but Blue's funny. Like that's why I like watch, like listening to him because he's like one of the best. He is one of the ones that I love just because he gets really, I mean, up in arms over the most random things. They could be playing Destiny and bring up Pokemon, and then he'll get like he'll go rage mode. For Pokemon, you know, dude, I was watching. Um, I was watching Cammy play the other day, and like, it's so much fun. Like watching, like watching other streamers that are normally like super Destiny. Game looks amazing. Too. It's pretty. It's so pretty, man. It's it looks really like nice so much looking. fun. Um, let me ask you guys because something I'm I'm curious. And I was I jumped back on the Pokemon train, uh, in black and white, but I used to be just all about it like competitive like used to ev train and and all that i used to ev train as of black and white but before that you would delete your suboptimal snorlax because yeah one one statistic was one level below the optimal cloning pokemon holding master balls that way you can get infinite master balls yeah yeah i know i remember i remember all the hacks but (laughs) how do you guys feel about like the whole grind being taken out of running through the grass and just fighting random Pokemon because you, and this that's one, like, I don't you, like it. You go right for what you want. You go right for what you want. That's fine. You know, I mean, it's the, that's the old, that's the old days with the, with the random, random pop-ups. What do you think, Steven? It's not the thing that I hate the most about these games. Yeah. Like the fact that that's taken out, like I, it's not on my top list of shit that I hate about these two games. I'm happy it's Dude. taken out. Some people are saying they appreciated that more. Jesse, get this, get this, get this. I was playing Magic on Saturday at a at a game store, and there were a bunch of people playing Pokemon there. And there was a guy that was complaining about it because EXP share is on all the time. Yeah. Now. You can't turn it off. No, I know. And sometimes your Pokemon would heal by themselves before a big battle. I'm like, why? How, I don't understand why you're complaining. Like, these are quality of life things that, right. you know, like, I don't understand what the advantage would be to not have these on. Like, you would have them on anyway. Like, you would toggle that shit on anyway. You right. would spend, you would spend the gill at, um, at a, Poke, a Pokemon Center to heal your Pokemon before a fight anyway. Like... Like what the do you only want? Reason, no, no. They're saving B buttons everywhere. The only uh, the only <laughs> like, reason that I did that you? before, like, um, what was I saying? Oh, the only reason that I would go to like a Pokemon Center before a big battle is because like I would heal up my Pokemon and then save right there. Yeah, and then I would go battle the gym leader. Oh, so that's one thing. That, that's another that, thing. That's another thing that's not automatically on this time is auto save. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty yeah, dumb. A friend of mine, a friend of mine, lost five hours of progress because his switch crashed and you're just he was like after 30 years of playing pokemon games on consoles that would never crash like everything you know is a lie now 
Like, damn. Dude, I don't want to. Like, I don't want to go down the dark hole. No, yeah, that, I would, that, that would make me quit a game though. Like, I would stop playing the game. Five I hours, mean, dude. Yeah, five hours is a lot. He like, could you imagine? Badges. Yeah, badges, badges, but also like any of like the really good oh, Pokemon RNG. that you ca- like. Ca- ca- like, dude. Like, if Jesse did that and he got some really good Pokemon and then his crashed, like, there's no way that Jesse will ever get those Pokemon ever again. Dude, that's that, exactly that what happened. Though. That's I, yeah, I picked see. up my DS to play with my daughter after she got <laughs> into Pokemon. And I saw where my character was when I picked up the DS and just turned turned it on. And I said, oh, wait, I remember why my character's there. <laughs> because I played for, like, five hours myself. I got everything I needed. And forgot to save or something happened. For for the listeners that don't know, Jesse has the world's worst RNG. No, 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 no. We, what you're thinking right now is that, oh, no, it can't be that bad. Yes, it can be bad. that bad. Yeah. When I met my wife, I told her she's Irish as well. I, I've got Irish blood in me, but she's, she's uh, more Irish than I am. I told her, so the luck of the Irish is... It's only something that pertains to the people around me. You know, I give them luck because I take all <laughs> their bad luck away. And they can didn't have good get, luck now. Didn't in Destiny, didn't you get like two exotics back to back, but they were both lower light level than you were? And, yeah, and the same exotic, I think. Um, I've gotten back something that Biscuit was still the guy we play with, um, named Demonic Biscuit, shorthand Biscuit. But something he was still laughing at the other day when I was playing with him was that I was silent as I was receiving Titan gear from my warlock for so many <laughs> encounters because I was just afraid you guys wouldn't believe me <laughs> that I was getting Titan gear. I would believe you now. Totally. Yeah. And I was like, I, uh, I had so much I deleted after I found out that was an actual glitch in the game. I had so Jesse, much Titan gear. If anybody else said it, I'd call them a liar. If you said it, yeah, that's probably happening. That's, that's exactly what he said. He's like, yeah, it's like, hilarious that you didn't want to tell me, though, because you thought that I would think you were lying. And I'm like, I, I think and choose, guys. I mean, I want people to live their life. You're the only one we would believe. <laughs> I don't want you to concentrate on me more than you have to. But um, there, there is one thing that I wanted to touch on while we're on games. And I brought this up to Amir yesterday, and the other day I brought it up to a buddy of mine, Ryan. Do you guys ever think that gaming is going to become more watched than sports? Isn't it, though, now? Are you talking about broad spectrum or? (laughs) I think it it might be equal or I think it might have surpassed it now. You think so? I think broad spectrum it has, yeah. Yeah, the world. If you take into account like viewership around the entire world, it might be pretty close. Right. But times of year, of course, we still have football. Let me see. Let me look. American football for us. Yeah. And then also baseball. I mean, baseball is worldwide. But those are very seasonal. And even though our games come out in season. Soccer is year round. All the time. Soccer, that is. Like, there is never a season of soccer. Right. There is never not a season of soccer, correct? That's big in one area. Or, I mean, one half of the Yo, world, technically. Do, do, you, do you mean in all the world, minus America? Yeah. Because then, yeah, then you'd be right. Yeah. What's up, John? All right. So I have an infographic here. All right. Go ahead. I'll, uh, lay, lay it on us. I'll put it, I'll put it on, um, on the show notes. But woo, woo. On, in the beginning of this year, they did a... looks like they did some, tor- some sort of statistical... Uh, analysis on here where is this from and uh activate is the is the technology technology consulting firm that did the the analysis 
and they estimate that more than 250 million people watch esports, right? It's a lot of people. And they, yeah, by 2020, they believe that 70 million people will watch one single esports final, which is higher than the viewership for U.S. professional baseball, soccer, and hockey finals. By that time, consumers will watch 3 billion hours of esports, which accounts for 10% of all sports viewing. So they have this infographic, too. The NFL in the U.S., had, the viewership is 141 million. MLB is 79 million. NBA, 63 million. NHL, 32 million. Major League Soccer, 16 million. Esports, 84 million. So it's above all the other sports except for the NFL. So, I mean, it's almost right there if you think about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, already second. It's already second in sport. Like, if you take, if you count it as its own sport, like, I don't know if it would be fair to stack that up against all sports in general. I mean, even if you did, and this is just counting, like, events, I'm thinking. I'm thinking they're only counting, like, tournaments or finals. Oh, yeah, yeah. That doesn't even count, account for the Twitch hours of gaming yeah. that's being watched or the Mixer hours now that are being watched or even YouTube Live hours that are being watched. So, yeah, and I, I just thought this was a fun thought experiment because it kind of, for me, goes back to one of those old things that, like, the older generations say all the time, like, oh, you're never going to have a calculator with you at all times, and, like, now we do, and it's hilarious. And then they're like, ah, oh, you can't make a living playing video games, and, well, guess what? <laughs> uh, there's a guy named Ninja, and he gets paid more than you'll ever see in your entire life. Dude, the esports global fan growth has increased from 270 million to 500 million from 2016 to now. Like and that's that, cra- that's double. Yeah, 500 in four million, years that doubles. 500 million is the rough average of gamers that there are in China alone. Yeah, that's crazy. That is for the listeners because I looked this up the other day. That 500 million gamers in one country is bigger than the population of america and mexico combined so in case you're curious yeah so um i think the consensus is yeah yeah i I mean (laughs) if anything it'll be it's like right there with them now so oh yeah like i wouldn't be surprised if it overtook it and granted granted i'm not even a huge like i don't follow a lot of this stuff right oh like fortnite or but everybody knows everybody knows a person that that's into it like my my younger cousins that are generation after me, I would say, are all about esports. And you know what's crazy is like, I would much rather like my daughter or even like my friends and family, I would much rather like them be watching esports tournaments than watching some like toxic like UFC. football. Or like, <laughs> I mean, I don't even care. It's like when we look at football and like the more like the NFL. When we, like the more research that's done into like concussions and like the long term effects that that has, it's fucking terrible. Like yeah. we have like p- like professional players are having like basically like portions of their brain dying after years and years of playing football and like getting concussions. And like I would much rather like kids start watching esports and wanting to get into video games than I ever would want them to get into football. Like. And like this is a very, I think this is a very polarizing topic, to, yeah. to be honest. So I don't want to, I don't want to spend time on it. But I don't know. No, I, I think, I think watching I esports is is totally cool. And, no, absolutely. Uh, the only thing, the only issue I have is um, with esports and video games in general is 
the streamers, like the really popular streamers, might not be, like they might be worse role models than oh, yeah, sometimes, yeah. you know? Yeah, because they're not regulated. They don't have PR yeah. agencies. Like I'd rather my kid watch LeBron James play basketball than PewDiePie, you know? Do you, do you mean uh, China LeBron Le James? Hey, man, it's still rather than watch LeBron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Le China James? Watch. That's why I, I think that's, that's what's so cool, though, <laughs> when you look at what we have as far as national sports that are followed, they're all, I mean, pretty ancient's not the word. You know, when I think of wrestling and boxing, <laughs> that's ancient. But other than too, that, it's too traditional sometimes. Like sometimes they, they I mean, I had this discussion with Bonnie yeah. the other day about baseball and like there's never been a unanimous, uh, a unanimous Hall of Fame ballot for the for Major League Baseball because the people that vote them in are such snobs, right? That so, they uh, can't let go of the past and they they can't imagine somebody being better than. Look, or, here's the thing: if the, being better than Willie Mays, so who they, was, they'll never they'll never want to. Who was the guy that like was on the Cardinals and was competing against Sosa for like the most? Mark McGuire. Yeah. Okay. Look, come come at me. He should be in the Hall of Fame. Look and. If not, like, wh- who gives a shit if he did steroids? Like, you think you just get to do steroids and you're going to become great at a game? No, you well, still have Hall to be super talented. The Hall of Fame standards are going to have to increase anyway. Though, yeah. yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Pete like, Rose still isn't in the Hall of Fame. Just because yeah. he, would, he would gamble on his own games and still win. Yeah, that's dumb as shit. But my, my point was that uh, I think that video games have taken a lot of the competitive spirit from those. I mean, something that I was just talking to my wife about recently that I don't think gets enough attention as far as in a technology that's out there is those Oculus bots that will give you front row seats to basketball games that you could never attend in real life. Oh yeah. That's crazy. I mean, that technology that you could see live basketball games in the front row seat. Wait, hold on, hold on. Isn't Oculus owned by Facebook? So really, do you really want that? Do, do you really want that, Jesse? No, no, no. Te- I want you to tell me. Do you want Facebook in your house? I spoke correctly. The technology, not the company. <laughs> but I, uh, listen, I'm safe. I'm safe, Jesse, over here. But yeah, you pop some popcorn, you avoid all the body odor and ridiculousness of the people around you, people spilling beer on you from the Look, roll above I'm, you or whatever. If I'm going to role play as Sam, as isopod um <clears throat> uh yeah but that's uh that's part of the environment man that's kind of that what that's what that's what makes it fun you know yeah you know what's the what's point of going to, to a, what's the point of going to a baseball game if you can't have a hot dog and uh have some beer spilled he's on right you though and pretend- it's, right, it's though. cheaper to have somebody come over with a hot dog stand and pour beer on you yeah, while you eat something it like, nah, but there's <laughs> not the point like, though it's know. the environment yeah, and like i don't even like baseball or basketball like i think they both suck but like going to a baseball game is a lot of fun. It's American. It's America, dude. You're Americana. saying that the Oculus will help you go to more games so you can save up for the one you really want to go to, and then actually Look, I don't go to really that want to go to. I don't really want to go to any. So, you know, they all they're all terrible. And baseball, the fact that it can have an unlimited endings, is dumb as shit. Yeah. Fix it. Yeah, NASCAR's the same way. But the Yeah, fuck that. That's dumb. The thing is, and anybody who's who's wanted who's bought tickets or tried to buy tickets for any kind of gaming uh, event, event or sports event or stadium knows that 
the earlier you buy the tickets, the better, but the problem with buying them early is you don't know if the team's going to be successful or if the game's going to be a nice game or you're just trying to make sure you get your seats and get your tickets. But if you have the Oculus, like, listen, I can technically attend these games live anyway, but I know that my team's not going to make it for the first, you know, three games that I saw through the Oculus, so I'm not going to buy tickets down the road. Um, Or if you see your team is going to make it, say, I know what game's going to really be nice based off of my experience here. I'm going to go ahead and buy tickets for the games I really know are going to be great games. And then what happens if you're at your house and the power goes out? I mean, the same thing that then would happen what? if you're at the stadium then and you've the power goes out. Definitely not. If you're at the stadium, you have the potential to at least get, like, money back or, yeah. Um, yeah. or like, your tickets refunded or something like that. You get that through fucking Facebook. Facebook isn't going to give two dicks about what you did. Or you could be an you, adult you, and get a battery backup like I have. <laughs> I have a nine-hour battery backup on my look, PlayStation. Look, you are a hoarder that, like, is preparing for our red, you know, like the yeah. red invasion. Well, I mean, if you were if you cared enough about sports, you'd have that too. You know, if you're oh, gonna yeah. buy a beer helmet, you'll <laughs> buy a battery backup. It's the same price. Don't you talk shit on the beer helmet? That thing's yeah. glorious. Go to Sam's Club, get cheap skates. Um, I don't know, but um, I thought this was just a fun thought experiment, to be honest. Well, yeah, it refeeds back in because you have the people who play sports games. None of us really play a whole lot of sports games, but those are also competitive. I still like watching. Like gaming streamers, like I like. Yeah, I think it's fun, and I think you know, like the old, like the old adage of like, well, why are you watching a gamer if you're, you know, if you're not gaming, or like it's what's the, same, the point? In, it's the same thing as watching sports. It's the same thing as watching sports. Yeah, like I was exactly. so mad when Jimmy Kimmel like was totally shitting on 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 people that do that. He got yeah. shit on though. Yeah, like, good. He got, he got dragged hard, and he had to like, I mean, apologize his next episode, but. Yeah, he also starred and hosted The Man Show, so n- never yeah, forget. Yeah, if we're talking about things that uh, people should say and do. Yeah, talk about seeing I mean, something you can never actually do. But it's literally the same. <laughs> it's the same reason you watch anything, you know? Yeah. Like, why not? We've talked about this billions of times, but, like, I don't like PC gaming at all. Yet all of the streamers and stuff I watch are all PC gamers, and a lot of the tips and tricks and stuff that they're giving out are mainly for PC players. But, like, I don't care. I'm there because it's fun. Yeah. I think the technology's out there. It's definitely going to increase. I mean, they will appeal to every market. I guarantee it. That's what the, that's all gaming is about, is appealing to every market. You know what I mean? Right. And, like, streaming's getting better and better. I mean, we're, you know, I mean, if we flash back to, you know, PlayStation 1 era of like gaming you know like the quality and stuff that we have now is just like the systems and like the output and like the it's crazy man like if you told me at like a LAN party way back in the day that one day i'd never have to sit in the same room and have multiple consoles hooked up to uh, like a a tv in order to play with all my friends i'd call you (laughs) i don't know i'd I'd probably say something about your mother because you know that's how toxic it was you would say you'd you'd miss the experience That's what you'd say. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's what I'd yeah. say. Yeah, no, see the the body aroma of all these dudes around me, like that really makes it for me, for these so. land parties. So if it's ever online, I'm never gonna like it. But that's cool. I think we're all in agreement. Yeah, gaming Heck is yeah. Uh, front and tech. Be superior form. First one, first one to put their their name behind gaming being the sports platform of 2023. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll take over before 20. Meet me then. 
Especially if the streaming keeps uh, competing the way it is. Oh, yeah. Mixer continues to buy people. Whoever finds this video in an archive or this podcast in an archive, make me an announcer for esports gaming. I'll do it. <laughs> but, uh, cool, cool, cool. Um, let's see what else we got. Um, Apple event. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesse, you said you wanted to add this? It's like an apps thing. Yeah. An apps event. What? Well, like. I don't know if it's there. It's hard to tell their underlying motive. Of course, they're going to tell us their main motive. But the main motive is super pure, but it's so out of left field with the purity. They're actually showing a ton of appreciation for these app developers, and they're basically just throwing an event together. Um, I think... Stephen, they're referring to it as an appreciation event, right? They are appreciating these people in this event. It's not like a uh, a ceremony that crowns people as the best. It's not a crowning event, right? <laughs> Look, here's it's not the deal. an award show. It's what you're if saying. Apple was going to have an award show, they would just give out apps to their own developers, despite the fact that they're all trash. What threw me off was the gold, the gold app store symbol. Yeah, that's icon. what threw me off because the story itself. When I get these things, there's no graphics. I have a phenomenal app that does that for me. There's no graphics unless I want them to be. And it comes in on a black screen, Steven, you'd love it. Yeah, look, here's, like, if... if oh, no, sorry, go ahead. No, no, that's the thing, is it sounded super wholesome just reading just the words from it. I'm like, wow, yeah. that is... That's great, you know? And then... It, it's a press conference. They're talking about... You know, these apps are coming out and how hard these developers work. And I'm like, they're, they're talking about these developers. They never get appreciated like they should. And I I mean, now I'm, I'm searching through the report now. I'm like, there's got to be some caveat somewhere. No, I mean, that's that's basically what it sounds like. It just sounds like they're going to talk about their favorite apps and games of the year. But here's the deal. I have a bunch of favorite apps and I recommend them constantly. But I don't know if Apple is going to give props to a third-party developer over its own games or or its own apps yeah that's a that's not a good look i mean it well i mean it's it doesn't an sound okay like something look. apple would do yeah but it's like you know like if they that did would, uh, yeah that, that would be yeah. dope like i would love for you know um you know the apollo dev which is my reddit client like to get some you know appreciation or carrot or carrot weather or twitterific or tweetbot or whatever you use like or overcast man like overcast is like my favorite app i hate the apple podcast app because it's just ass but like with apple moving forward with a lot of their development stuff i mean they also changed the name of wwdc to apple developer so it's not even wwdc anymore so if that's really where they're pushing, A, this shows that they're really, I mean, we'll have to wait. The The event is on December 2nd, for those of you that, if we didn't say it. Um, if they do start giving props to third-party developers, I'm calling it now, the next watch will have third-party faces. Because, like, why would you give so much props to third-party developers if that's not going to be on your next watch? Yeah. It's a great chance for them to show that they do care enough for third-party developers to maybe come in under a budget. But it'll only be on the Series 6 watch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. Look, I still have a Series 3, so uh, I'd be due for an upgrade. <laughs> oh, yeah. Three, three gens behind. No, that's, this is what this makes me think of. Because I go to a lot of events. Of course, I'm in a franchise. I'm a franchise owner. So in these franchise hey, events Jesse, you go to. Jesse, real quick. Um, yeah. 
could you make sure that you wipe yourself up after you, you know, finish jerking <laughs> yourself off? Dude, if only. Anybody who's owned a franchise knows that that is the opposite of what I'm doing. <laughs> it's a, uh, you know, owning a I franchise get pe- is... I get other people to wipe me up. Yeah. Owning, owning <laughs> yeah. a franchise is only good if you buy three at a time. Anybody knows that. I did not do that. I bought one. So I'm, I'm eating, I'm eating sure all the costs of owning a franchise. Um, but what happens when you have a franchise, it's basically a parent company that kind of gives you guidelines for what you can do. Anytime you go to these required events that you have to go to, there's always people with tables set up that say, hey, franchise says I can come out here and they say they're cool with anything that you want to buy from me. And that's, it just makes me feel like this is the event Apple's doing. It's saying, hey, if we give you this platform to really show yourself off, then it looks like we're behind you all the way. You know, what kind of a deal are you going to cut for us? Yeah. And that could be great. It's great for us. You know, we're with Apple, but that's never the highest quality of product you're going to get. It's always some Frankenstein's monster <laughs> version of the product. Wait, what is? What are we anything, talking about? Anything. What? Anything that What's is a Frankenstein's reco- version? A Frankenstein's monster version of the product. If you get a deal that is just on one side of the OS or one side of the franchise, in my case, um, it's always a... I don't know. I guess I don't understand like how that applies to apps well as it applies to apps for instance it's harder to get your app approved through apple than it is through android right it's a longer screening process that's i don't a, think so you well, can and that, that's the biggest problem about the app store is that there are so many trash apps on there that never get vetted that that is one of the biggest problems is that it's too easy to get your app on the app store yeah that's a yeah there's like a lot of um, there's a lot of problems with the App Store, especially since Apple tends to occasionally quote occasionally have its app at the very top instead of a third party app that you're looking for. So you can type in like Maps, and like the Maps app for Google um, will be like the second or third result, and then like Apple Maps will be the first one. Or if you type in Google Maps, the one that's sponsored quote or is recommended is the Apple Maps app instead of Google Maps, which is what you search for. So it's very, I I won't say that the app store is perfect. And I will say that, yeah, there are way too many, way too many unvetted apps in there. I mean, like there are apps in there. There's one app in there that it's never, never mind. I'll go on a tangent, but needless to say, like what you're thinking right now is not the case. Okay. Well, I've been behind a couple apps, uh, especially with a company, because we have about three out right now, and it was very difficult for us to get Apple to approve these apps when Android almost picked up on them immediately. And that was the issue on the front end with Apple is that they say, no, we want to really you know, hammer home that you're not going to get anything in here we don't approve of directly. This could give these developers a chance to kind of skate in and just fit parameters through Apple, which is, that's the most difficult thing. Android, you can fit parameters prior to even submitting your app for approval. Apple won't show you theirs on the front end. You just have to hope they're cool with it. Um, So it is a flat out waiting game. And man, they make you wait like a full 30 days before they even give you an answer. Yeah, Um, but I still think that this event is still going to be great if they do it the way that they should. 
Like, oh, I think yeah. we're getting really off topic here, but like, I think the event, if they end up honoring third party apps that are legitimately good, that are better than theirs, like the mail app is terrible, which is why I use a third party mail app. So if they start recognizing other apps as being better or doing things in a different way, you know, that is, is better than the way they do it because like they're focused on other things. Like that's a really good, I think that's a great look and it'll bring more developers to want to compete so that they, you know, if Apple turns this into a yearly event, then you have third party developers really competing with one another, even more hardcore because they want to get recognized at the Apple event. Imagine the kind of publicity and like advertising and like things that you could put on your app as an advertisement saying, oh, Apple recognized my event as being the best X app in the entire app store. Like imagine if you could put that on your app, like how much, how many more users that would draw, especially if you have like a subscription-based model. So then you can have more people and more revenue. Like I think this could potentially be a game changer and Apple's really looking at changing their app store. That's why we have Apple Arcade now because they recognized how trash the you know the game section of the app store is so if they turn this into like an apple developer recognition kind of a thing like an award ceremony like by like a yearly thing dude it could really change a lot of stuff yeah that was exactly my thought that's what uh that's what i was that's what i was trying to say about the uh the symbol of that app it's okay man i got you yeah the uh, the thumbnail there, it, that's what makes the most sense to me is they wouldn't change that unless they were going to award it to somebody as a symbol to attach to their app. Say these, this is an Apple approved app. They just won an award last year. You know that I could yeah. see that little gold version of the App Store A there being attached to you know a couple apps that you could just go search for specifically. Yeah, they could have like their own like section in the App Store or like I'm on the home page. It could have the event and then list all the developers that were recognized. I don't know. John, what do you think, man? You're you're oddly quiet. This is weird for I'm, you. I'm like I'm yeah, I mean on one end, don't take this the wrong way, guys. I don't really care about this event. I mean, if it's just an, an like a an app event or whatever, it doesn't really concern me. Uh, on the other hand, I do agree with you, Stephen. I think it would be in good spirits to acknowledge third-party developers. Uh, but at the same time, I don't see Apple uh, stepping on their own. Like, I don't know. If if I was a developer for Apple and I worked really hard on the Mail app, even though it is, you know, suboptimal, and they came out and acknowledged that the best Mail app was a third-party mail app like i I don't know when it wouldn't really do much for for team morale but at the same time you know i don't, I don't know man because at the at one end like i feel like if they're gonna announce an event for like you know an award ceremony for for apps of the year they can't just give themselves awards you know that's a horrible look at that point yeah yeah, that was yeah. my point. They can't just announce an event to suck themselves off on stage, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I feel like they, they're, you know, maybe it is an award ceremony. Um, That's all I was curious about. If it's going to be a recognition thing, and this is a super far-reaching thing. I but could, it, and, No, but I could also see them, you know, having, I could also see them, like, having this to acknowledge developers 
on Apple Arcade games too, because those aren't necessarily under the Apple umbrella in terms of employment, you know. So this could be a thing for them to, you know, further along their movement of Apple Arcade. Yeah. As well. It could have been part of the contract. We don't know. You know, we weren't there in the yeah. the room when they made those deals. But I think it's cool. They're the first one to do it. I think that even if they don't do it right because they did it, somebody else is going to do it right. So either they're going to do it right or we're going to see a better version of it coming up soon. Yeah, why not? Yeah, we'll see. Cool, cool, cool. All I know, Stephen, is they will not announce black AirPod Pros at that yeah. event. But they will give you Apple um, spray paint. You know what? Just, you know, just to spite you, Stephen, I hope that they announce that you could change the color of your AirPods on your Memoji. (laughs) That'd be great. (laughs) Yeah. They they hand out stickers. (laughs) Would you just throw your AirPods in the the trash at that point? I just want to let you know that uh, I've actually just bought um, the Galaxy S11. (laughs) Yeah. I hope so, man. Add some variety here. They're like we um, <laughs> we wanted to unveil mirrored AirPods and uh, glossy oh. black AirPods. <laughs> oh, I didn't show you guys What's this. What's the name of that color? Or maybe I did. I can't remember. Aura Glow. Aura Glow AirPods. Yeah, Aurora. That's the, that's, that's the color that they're coming out with. Aurora Glow. It glows and it's matte at the same time. Aurora Glow. I can't remember how we pronounced it when we. I think it was just Aura Glow. I don't think it's Aurora Glow. We pronounced it Aurora Glow uh, in a couple couple episodes, and by a couple episodes, I mean like like all five or six. Yeah, <laughs> five or six episodes ago. Dang it, man. Yeah, I agree. I can't find it. So anyway, guys, no, there was the. Uh... No, I wanted to show you guys the. Dang it, the um, the four camera system. I saw the the picture that you sent us before. Yeah, I saw that as well. Yeah. That was nice. I like the way it looks, like the sharpness of the edges. And I think the 4 Oh, yeah, you like that, looks... how, how it looks like kind of like the iPhone 4 slash 5 a little bit. Yeah, but also has like the, like it also looks like the iPad Pro, like the new one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely like the, the way. It's like flat. Yeah, I don't like the, like a the slate. rounded like curviness. A yeah. Yeah. And I think the 4 camera looks better than the 3 camera. Yeah, because it's kind of more. It's because it's like symmetrical. You mean the maybe. four yeah. camera in a square space looks better than a three camera in a square space? <laughs> what? Yeah. Listen, listen. I don't need your sarcastic shit. You just. But the listeners do. Just Thank you, it. listeners, for listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you. Oh man, speaking of, we finally got to Canada, which is weird that we've been everywhere else and gotten all, a bunch of other countries, but we only just recently got Canada. We know Canada's weird. so polite because they wait for everybody else to see if it's okay first. You know what? That's <laughs> I heard that through a friend. That's not that was really good. To quote like that <laughs> directly. That was, uh, that was very sweet of you. Listen, if iPhone 12 with four cameras doesn't call it quadroptic, I'm out. I hope so. I hope they don't. I mean, <laughs> you just hope I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I hope you're out because I hope that never <laughs> reaches the light of day. <laughs> I like that. Oh, man. Uh, I don't have anything else for you guys. Not this week. Nope. I think the I think that'll do. Um Yeah, no, I think that's uh yeah. I think that's We it. need to sign it. out of some sort. Listeners, what? Submit your sign out suggestions. What? 
We need a sign out <laughs> phrase. We always have a, a you know, popping in phrase. You always say yo every time you're introduced. Goodbye. Yeah. And then and then like Goodbye. at the end I'm Go- just like Goodbye. I just say okay bye and then I just hang up. Like and that's, bye. Yeah. Okay bye. And then I just I just stop recording. Like <laughs> that's it. All right. Be nice to yourself, Go ahead, be nice say to it. others. Say it, Jesse. Goodbye. Say it. Just say okay bye. Say it. Okay bye. Say it. God damn it. Goodbye.